There is a podcast about an island in the North Atlantic where people have been looking for an incredible treasure for more than 200 years. Hello and welcome back to Could It Be? An Oak Island podcast. We are your hosts, Deidre and Dustin White. What up? What up? How's it going? It's good. Yeah, it was a great Oak Island week, wasn't it? OMG. <laughs> yes. We, we had a lot of amazing kind of crazy stuff happening on that tiny little island in the North Atlantic. That we all love so much, shaped like an elephant. Yes, that island. I mean, and I can't wait to see what happens next week, right? Well, we got a glimpse. Are we you already skipping to next no, week's I'm just episode? Like, I'm stoked about what's going on. Oh, I know. Like... Whoa. I thought we were going to be so much in the swamp this year. Mm-hmm. And right now? No. We're doing the area kind of between the Money Pit and Smith's Cove. We're touching on the area between the Money Pit and the swamp. Did you see we have a new place? Well, that's what I'm talking about. I know. It has a name. Yeah? What's... It's not No Man's Land. So that's basically what we thought it was before, right? Yeah, I thought it was a clump of trees. And (laughs) ta-da! It's the Highlands. It's the Highlands! Yeah, they've probably been using that name forever. Oh, I'm sure. We just weren't privy to the... Savvy? savvy Privy. Privy is what I meant. (laughs) Yeah, to that information. But, you know, Mm -hmm. we have Masons, we have Templars, we have Spanish, we have... Scottish? Scottish now. <laughs> Up in they, the Highlands? Yeah. They literally have their own area. Mm-hmm. This is like, it's kind of like Epcot, right? Oh, Epcot, good Disney World Epcot is like where all the countries come together, you know? <laughs> so the Money Pit area is where all the countries come together. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. I wonder if there's like a big giant like weird shaped ball under there like that's like what boulder? the treasure's in you know no mm-hmm. you know like the epcot dome yeah i yeah. know i was just thinking like a boulder that would chase indiana jones mm. but not that's disneyland uh-huh mm-hmm. uh-huh Not disney world yeah that's true yeah, whatever yeah i mean cool episode lots of interesting stuff going on we jump all over the place we mm-hmm. we follow the sleuth way sleuth sluice way sluice like juice but sluice <laughs> yeah yeah. So the be- the beginning of the episode starts with Dan Hensky walking down to the Sluiceway Rediscovery, that whole area, mm-hmm. um, with Rick. Yep. And Rick's basically giving Dan a big pat in the back all the way. He's like, "Oh my gosh, you, you're you know, because yep. if, if it wasn't for Dan, we want they wouldn't have found it." Yeah, he obviously has been spending a lot of time doing research, and to find something like that where you go. Oh, yeah, this would have led directly to this, which is what we're looking for. Yeah, I I wonder how long Dan had that on the back, you know, on the back of his mind or whatever, or if it was just a recent rediscovery of some paper from M.R. Chapel that he had rediscovered that nobody's seen in decades or whatever. Well, it's like a lot of things on Oak Island. You hear of, yeah, they put dynamite in the holes, Mm -hmm. but we haven't ever had until now some solid evidence of exactly where those were because they're not taking gps coordinates right not back in the day no no and then same thing with the sluice way if they had maybe heard about it "Eh, did that really happen we know they never tested it because it went bankrupt was was it ever actually tested that they actually ever complete it and where exactly is it well you know it was working because it's working today yeah it's crazy. Incredible engineering. 
for the 19th century. Unbelievable. For it to just Marty kept saying, like, look at the construction of this, you know, like, look at the wood. Look at I mean, it was built so good. It was. And the fact like Marty brought up Mm -hmm. was it's buried so deep. And these were just searchers Mm -hmm. in this amazing construction without the excavator, without their own Billy. (laughs) They and it was hard for us to get to it. Imagine the whoever deposited whatever happened here just to find the tunnels from searchers. And that's not as old as those who would have deposited. That's a lot of work. It's a lot of work. So they followed the sluice way back to the big discovery at the end of the episode of uh, finding Shaft 9. Mm-hmm. And that's what you're talking about, how Marty was so impressed with these guys digging, sat mm-hmm. down so deep with this really great construction that's still there, that's still looking good. And he, he said, what, it goes down another 90 feet? A and 90 then, feet. Yeah, and then Rick's like, yeah, 11 stories. 11 stories. It's when like, he says 11 stories. Can you imagine an 11-story building, like, straight down into, like, I mean, that the, that height? No. I mean, that's, like, that's huge and that's crazy. That's the stuff of movies in, <laughs> in like... That's just, it's mind Or crazy treasure hunts have lasted over 200 years. Or things like that. It just, it's a bit mind-blowing because they start with that one hole where Mm -hmm. everybody's coming over. Rick practically climbs into a tree to get a good look. Yeah, he's a monkey. He is. And Billy's doing his his digging. Mm -hmm. And he's trying to get some input from Doug. Mm -hmm. Doug's calling a lot of shots as to where, you know, he should be going, which was really kind of fun to see them interacting like that so what do you think is doug like doug okay so is doug kind of the uh understudy to dan hensky i think dan does a lot of research and he knows a lot Mm -hmm. and i wouldn't necessarily call doug yeah the understudy i'm trying to think is he like the carrier of the message is he the apprentice well the curator like, because Dan's not up there directing mm-hmm. like Dan Hensky was. Mm-hmm. Or, sorry, like Doug was. Yes, Doug yes. was directing. Um, but, I mean, he probably works really closely with Dan Hensky. I and bet got they all do. the information. And he's maybe just a better communicator. Dan mm-hmm. Hensky's a pretty quiet guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't, from what we understand, he's not a big fan of cameras and <laughs> all that but, fun stuff. But he's a huge fan of Oak Island. So uh, he, yes. he tolerates it for the, for the love exactly. of the island, right? So Doug comes out and he's able to articulate and, you know, pairing up with Steve Guptill, who's been amazing this season, right? He's been a key part of this. Him and his magic wand? Yes. He keeps showing up with his magic wand. Mm -hmm. He makes the mark once they're able to find it and says, if we can find one up there, we can get a convergence point. Yep. And he's basically... He, he's like, okay, we know where this is. We can like bury it again. We never have to look at it again because we know the exact spot now. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just amazing that they ha- can, with the technology available now, mm-hmm. be able to pinpoint something to a, like a millimeter or whatever it mm-hmm. is. And you know, I don't know. It's just, it's incredible. It it really it really is, and it prevents them from having to pull a Dunfield mm-hmm. and tear up the island. Like, okay, we've gone far enough. Let's call it. And let let me do my math. Let me work my magic wand. Mm-hmm. And sure enough, it works. They go up, hit another hole, find what they're looking for, pinpoint, triangulate, get another hole where we're talking about 90 feet down. 
just it's mind-blowing yeah it is you know i want to touch on dunfield for a second sure he gets a bad rap he does he probably deserves it but (laughs) i mean he was just trying to find the treasure too you know like Mm -hmm. i think he was probably sitting up on his tractor or whatever uh getting you know digging that giant hole thinking any minute he was going to find the treasure Mm -hmm. and so it's it's hard to blame him for doing what he did but i wish he would have kept I think he actually did keep pretty good records. Have you seen some of the maps he drew? Mm, like that's true. And whatnot? But it's just hard. It, it kind of stinks that, you know, so much was just piled back in the hole. And, you know, I don't know. It, well, it's tough. That whole, the whole situation stuff. I just, it would have been nice if uh, his, his, uh, went wrapping up the island himself mm-hmm. would have been a little tidier and, you know, I don't know. It's well, hard digging that giant hole and then losing it. Now we don't have good records of anything. The hard thing is, imagine doing that and you, you're super frustrated, right? Mm-hmm. Because yeah. you've put all this time, energy, and money. And I'm sure he thought by doing what he did, there was no way he wasn't going to find it, yeah. right? I yeah. mean, why would you assume, you know, why would you do the records the way we're wishing would be done if you are like, there's no way not to find it if we just dig the whole thing up? We've seen. <laughs> memes and whatever all over the internet saying well let's just do this and dig the whole thing up and mm. well we've tried that tactic we well, know there's still something there you figure digging a hundred foot wide hole that's over a hundred feet deep you would you're going to be the one that finds it and so that's you know his mindset mm-hmm. it just it just stinks it sucks because like i'm sure he had a love for the island like mm-hmm. he he was all in like literally he was invested and he gets a real bad rap and you know part of it he deserves but part of it you know it's just like hey he wanted to get to the bottom of the mystery discover the truth just like everybody else it's just a double-edged sword though with him it's just it's hard it is and this it's a classic example of you're off by an inch you're off by a mile mm-hmm. even if your hole is a hundred feet wide well i was thinking about that with billy digging for the sluice and asking hey do i go deeper do i go a little bit right left well according to their coordinates it should have been there right mm-hmm. and and you would think you put your shovel down and it's gonna come up mm-hmm. well it doesn't happen like that You're, all the time. He was literally off by an inch. Well, that's treasure hunting 101. Yes. Right? I mean. I I think so. It's so difficult to find anything. Especially and, if it's buried. No, the, buried's the worst. Unless there's literally uh, a way to pinpoint your spot. And it's hard to do when so much other activity has been mm-hmm. disrupting everything on the surface of the island for over 200 years. So. Yep. So yeah. we could go on this tangent for a really long we time. We probably could. We we already did. But, you know, I, hey, I wrote in here, Billy using his skills with a Z. I, I wrote oh, on yeah. my, my notes like a boss. <laughs> He's the boss, Hoss. Yeah. yeah. I mean, come on. Billy doing his thing. He's you know, a rebel. He, he's just, he's the best of the best. He Okay. Everybody's out there with mm-hmm. their reflector vests mm-hmm. and in like pants and <laughs> they have hats uh and billy's in shorts mm-hmm. and a, a polo no no hard hat working the heavy equipment and just like no i got this people are so comfortable with his expertise they are willing to get into the giant hole stand underneath his scoop <laughs> while he's in there yeah yeah when we're looking for a flood tunnel at any time that could 
<laughs> and then, like, whoa. N- okay. No. They're not looking for the flood tunnel in that area. No, but, but before, the sluice. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, but that's not like the flood tunnel, though. No. It, but yeah, but it's you. full of water and could flood your hole. Mm-hmm. So he nicks the side of it and water starts pouring in and you're in there trying to dig something out. That's that's sketch. But you know what? Hmm. You realize that hole where they found the sideways, like the shaft towards the money pit, mm-hmm. is where they took Maddie Blake early in the season with the preview. Yeah, I saw Maddie say something like that on Facebook. I didn't put that together, but it was. Mm-hmm. He got a little, uh, a Sneak little glimpse peek, early without really knowing. Or at least he, he we probably really... knew. Yeah, I bet yeah, he, he knew, knew it was but up. we didn't. We didn't know, but that was awesome. Yeah, that's cool. So I don't know. It's just this whole discovery, rediscovery of this thing that was built hundred over a hundred and fifty years ago, or whatever. Mm-hmm. Is this? pretty inspiring that they have uh, found something that they think that they hope can lead them back to the money pit. They found the entrance to this tunnel mm-hmm. shaft nine. And supposedly that was a hundred foot long tunnel that would lead to the money pit. Well, shaft nine would have been your up and down call, right? The shaft. And then you would have a tunnel. They were digging a tunnel horizontally to the money pit. So shaft shaft nine mm-hmm. was, yeah, you said that. Southwest, 100 feet. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So what we know is we're within 100 feet of the money pit. Hopefully. They just have to follow that tunnel. Follow the tunnel brick road. Mm. Except that doesn't really work. Nope. It's just, it's mind-blowing. It is mind-blowing. That it's all there. Mm-hmm. That it's all true, as Marty would say. It is all true. Yeah, I mean, Billy just is very present in this episode. Yes. Dig, dig, dig. He's doing your uh, your Snow White thing. Yeah. Dig, 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 dig. It's what we like to do. Yeah. And I don't know. It's just, it was fun watching him and Doug primarily and, and mm-hmm. Steve, you know, kind of the, yeah. the trifecta there. Kind of the getting leaders. Yeah. Trying to, one's digging, one's scouting, and the other one is recording it all. So. Mm-hmm. Good for them. I, I, am, I appreciated what the work that they did. And guess what? It got to a big discovery, right? Well, it just goes to show you that when it comes to treasure hunting, really working with a team and a team you trust and that has a wide variety of skills Mm -hmm. is imperative. You need all those different skill sets. Not one person can know all the things. Well, I'm glad they brought Steve Gupta on. I I really am, too. Do you think they waited to bring a professional surveyor in uh, because out of, like, I don't know. I wonder why they didn't do it before, but maybe it was because Fred Nolan was still around and he was a surveyor and he did all his work and they didn't want to like step on his toes or make him feel bad. Because I know uh, Fred Nolan, you know, he did Mm -hmm. it the old way, which Mm -hmm. was probably, you know, it's what he knew and super accurate and everything. But Mm -hmm. there's so many more tools now that someone like Steve can use. And well, we've seen Steve out there in the past for other things right yeah he was present he was there a little bit last season i think the difference is this time they wanted to bring someone in to the island full time to be able to record all these findings right away and to use them for tri triangulation consistently they're seeing the value in doing that yeah and 
to have a master map and to be able to quickly, like Rick said, oh, look, Steve has all these marks from today. Let's stop. We're going to go to the research center. Let Steve upload all his information and see if we can put an X on the map by the end of today. That's what Rick said, yeah. And without having Steve there full time, you wouldn't have had that quick of a turnaround. He's invaluable. Yes, and I think they just saw the value in having someone like him that's also enthusiastic about the hunt out there full-time, and I yeah. think that's the difference this year. Mm -hmm. Time for a master map. Hmm, <laughs> he's a master mapper. Sure. Sure. Yeah, we'll go with that. I'd yeah. love to see that map. So one of the things I thought was fun when they were uh, really discovering that shaft area mm -hmm. Um. Doug threw down his tape measure and yeah. he's like, so the uh, records, because uh, <clears throat> another guy that was really involved, sorry, we forgot to mention him, Steve Barlow. Oh, yeah. Or, sorry, Sc Scott. Scott Barlow. Uh, he's newer to the team. Yeah, but we've seen a lot more of we've him. We've seen a lot more of him. Saw a little bit last season, seen a lot more this season. He's been very integral, mm -hmm. you know, uh, to the team as, as well. As the full oversight, definitely. Yeah, so I'm sorry we forgot about you, uh, but we didn't forget about you. <laughs> trust me. Um, but they're working down there. Uh, Doug tosses in his tape measure. They start measuring. He's like, historical records say it would have been 12 feet by 6 feet mm -hmm. or whatever. And the all of Dunfield's tunnels were, right? Dunfield's? Not Dunfield. Chapel? No, no treasure company. I'm just going to start <laughs> listing all the people that have ever been on the island. Said someone's tunnels were all the same. The Oak Island Association. <laughs> that one, all the same. <laughs> I know there's so many people that have worked there over the years. It's like, like it's hard to sort it out in your brain, right? Yeah, it is. Like, what did they say? I think they said there has been, did they say 40 different search companies over the years something. or something like that so it's easy to <sighs> to understand and and uh sympathize with <laughs> your you. brain right now saying is it chapel is it this is it that well that's one of the reasons to have steve guptill there right mm -hmm. so that we can he check will... off all these items and, and they're going to be exact pinpointed this is where they're at yep yeah yeah so good so anyway it was fun to watch them throw down the the mm -hmm. uh, tape measure, measure it out. It came out to the same uh, dimensions. Yep. And then Rick's up there, literally giggling. He's like, yes. he's, he's giddy. Yes. Like he, I we, loved it. He was so happy. You and know? even uh, Craig mm -hmm. was super excited. Yep. Um, I I saw a lot of excitement out of the three that we haven't seen in a while. You know, because they're they're finding new things and checking them off. There's nothing like that. I loved it. It made me yeah. happy. It was really good. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So it was the accounts from the 1850s that said mm. the open shafts were six feet by 12 feet. Six by 12. Yeah. And it's pretty big. Paul, Paul gets in there. He's, you know, mm -hmm. recorded. He's documenting everything with like a camera. Yep. So. Definitely. Good job to the Fellowship of the Dig. Yeah. That was awesome. Fellowship of the Dig is on a roll right now. So. Yeah. So. I'm hoping you didn't use this as a clot-worthy moment. Uh-oh. I don't know if you did or not, because, like, I don't know. But <laughs> after they found the tunnel, uh -huh. Robert Clotworthy says, The team has finally unearthed the connection linking the shaft to the sluiceway. This proves they have successfully discovered shaft nine. Well, it wasn't, like, a clot-worthy moment. Yeah. But it was, like, something... It was different because it was like more of a, like a definitive statement for once. Like they yeah. found this, you know, like it was different. There was no question mark. There was no question mark. They're like, he's like, 
they found it. It's there. You know, that's not, what it is. Could this be the yeah. blah, 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 And we don't get that very often or at all. So mm-hmm. that was fun to hear. You know, it was. You, you just hear Robert Clotworthy make a declaration. Like, this is what it is. The declaration of Robert Clotworthy. Thank you. Or of Oak Island. Or of Oak or Island. probably of just Shaft 9. <laughs> probably not as important <laughs> as uh, we're thinking here. But yeah, I mean, what well, is important, though. But Everything's important to us. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. That that was just the highlight for me to watch them. And it was just, you know, it got me in the feels. Like, you know, I, I got the feelings watching the guys just work together and they're excited. And as you're getting closer and closer to your goal and it's like, what? It's there. There's nothing like that. Working towards a common goal and getting to celebrate. It was a magical moment. It was. Those guys have been working so hard to have some kind of breakthrough like that for so long. Mm-hmm. You know, they didn't find the gold. They didn't find jewels or documents uh-huh. or whatever that we all hope they find. They found a shaft that was bu- uh, buried and then redug up 150 some years later. They found so history. They found history. And, and that's valuable too. It is. But it just goes to show you there is still a lot of, you know, within the research, there's mm-hmm. still a lot to find like you can't say that it's all been found well definitely not and it's not that big of an island no you know just like even if you divide it into two drumlins like if you're just focusing on one end it's just just so hard like we know this from experience with uh, digging for buried treasure Mm -hmm. it is the hardest thing to do Mm -hmm. like even if you have an x marks a spot it's just so difficult to gate it within you know one foot by one foot or uh even for them you know if they had it like five foot by five foot area where they're sure that this was the money pit and they dug that hole down i mean i don't know it's just it's so hard to dig for for anything that you you don't know the exact spot where it is underground Mm -hmm. it's just hard even not knowing the original location of the money pits kind of like i mean you gotta have a place or the original place to start mm-hmm. and that's that's part of it but like you said if you have a x marks the spot that being said let's talk a little bit about you know eagle canada mm-hmm. and those guys are going to help us find some x some x's yeah so that's the goal that they're going to be able to help us see underground and you know do their echolocation yes. dynamite well let's talk a little bit about eagle canada yes and what they've done for us in the past Okay, they've Some done this. they've done seismic <laughs> testing mm-hmm. in the money pit. Yes, a lot of them. Mm-hmm. Okay, they did seismic testing in the swamp. Okay, yes, and we've used that or the guys. We not we, mm-hmm. you know, we're, not we're, us personally. We're, we're, we're I mean, joining I'm the happy, fellowship of the dig. Here. I'm happy to if you hear this. I'm happy to come out. <laughs> yeah, of course, me too. But so we have like all this data, mm-hmm. and what have they what have they found using it? Well, they've found. Potential anomalies. They found anomalies. Potential targets. mm -hmm. Oh, and they did the mega bin area too. Yeah. So they've done a lot already. And we're not sure exactly what they found because imaging stuff underground is not easy. Mm -mm. You know, and this is a new technology. Well, Rick states that this this is cutting edge. They're pioneering and pushing the envelope of this. Yeah, but what they're seeing is something that is worth exploring Mm -hmm. it's just it's hard for i i could i could see from a viewer perspective like they've they've used this technology 
and they spent all this money on all the seismic stuff last season and mm-hmm. they didn't really find anything. But when you see Rick talking to Alex Gaithier, mm-hmm. our friend, the the jolly uh green uh, green the, not... the jolly uh, eagle canada giant over there right <laughs> the you know the guy that's like two feet taller than everybody else yes. okay so he's like talking to him like he's just so excited to get the seismic results back he you is know? he's just like oh my gosh you know the hardest part is waiting you know between like the lag time yeah the lag time it. between uh you guys doing your work and then us getting the results mm-hmm. and if if he didn't think there was much uh much um value value in these results that they're potentially going to get i don't think he would have been nearly as excited as he was after they Uh got wrapped up so they might know stuff that they're not sharing on the show no that's and that's fine you know that's fine i mean i'm cool with that yeah they don't have to but they must know something they must have something there though because otherwise they wouldn't keep going back to him no, exactly. And something to remember is those areas that they've already done this in before, we know were disturbed. Yeah. So that being said, if they were disturbed before by searchers or whoever else that we don't know about, that's really going to skew your results. Because yeah. like the GPR guy say, you put a shovel in the ground, it's going to change the dirt forever. Yeah, what happens if you cover the surface of the whole drumlin with explosive charges and and set them all off and then run a gpr over the ground what's that going to look like in the future now true they are (laughs) well and it's like they had said which surprises me but they mentioned that doing this was less expensive than doing uh continuing to do just random sonic drilling I guess, man, they had. I mean, I haven't seen the spreadsheets. So <laughs> they've got eighteen thousand charges, thirty-five guys working. The sonic drill is not taking no thirty-five guys to work it. No, sonic but... drill is something that's already a developed technology that they, you know, it's not experimental like this seismic testing. There's zero chance that that costs less. Yeah, the seismic testing costs less than the sonic drill. Okay, but the sonic drill is going to cost you more if you don't truly have a target because you're guessing. You're just consistently putting them down, pulling out new choice sausage. At least if we compare it with the seismic testing, we may have potential realistic targets versus let's just keep Swiss cheesing it like we've done over in the money pit area, which causes trouble long term. Very true. Boom. Goes the dynamite. Thank you. <laughs> lots and lots of dynamite. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. They keep well. They show up and who was? I think Alex asked if they were ready. It wasn't Marty. Yeah. Oh, we're ready. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Jack was really stoked. Oh, to watch those miniature explosions. Craig looked stoked. Marty yeah. was excited. He kept being like, so, like Yay! literally, they would not be that excited if they're not getting any kind of good results. You know, with the other ones, Mm -hmm. if like if Eagle Canada is looking at these results from the swamp, the mega bin Mm -hmm. and the money pit from last year and says to them and, you know, fabricates whatever to make it. Oh, we should make this look like a ship in the swamp to get them to go dig in, you know, be excited about our work there or whatever. Okay. There's no benefit. Well, I'm just saying, like, maybe that's going through some listeners' minds or Mm -hmm. some, like, conspiracy theorists' minds. (laughs) Like, maybe they're just trying to make people excited when there's nothing there or whatever. Mm -hmm. You know, I don't think that's the case. Marty, 
Craig and Rick, the the three amigos, mm-hmm. the three guys on top. That's that, right. The guys controlling the whole show. Yep. They would not be as excited about Eagle Canada and the seismic stuff if they're if there's no fruits. And oh, I yeah. bet you anything they they know stuff that we don't know, and that that's of course that's their prerogative. Yeah, absolutely. It's it's a show, and they're going to be showing it to us in the order that makes the most sense. Exactly. Okay? It it's not our show to choose how it's shared. <laughs> we just and get I to watch it. Would agree. I'm glad to go on the journey with them. Yeah. Well, we're just excited that they get to share that stuff with us, right? Mm-hmm. Like. For years and years and years and decades, nobody knew what was going on in Oak Island. Yeah. Unless somebody went down there, did some kind of newspaper article, did some kind of book, mm-hmm. and then that's it. Nowadays, we know so much. Yeah, it's and a different ballgame. I'm just happy we get to be, like, they're taking the people that have interest in this along for the ride. And I just hope, you know, one day maybe we'll get a big treasure. One day maybe uh, everybody will have to throw in the towel, but... today's not that day it's an awesome ride it is it is um let's see here oh yeah so when they're working with eagle canada we know they they're set there's so many (laughs) of them and you get the pan of all the tiny little flags and it looks like a forest of flags Mm -hmm. you're like geez but they do what smith's cove the cave-in pit area and your highlands and the highlands Mm mm-hmm Man, I mean that's a lot. You're real excited about those Highlands. Right? I am. <laughs> Bring on the Highlands. I'm yeah. I'm game. <laughs> the Highland Games. Yeah. See <laughs> see what I did there. Yeah, I see what you did. <laughs> I'm picking up what you're putting down. Woo woo. So I mean, yeah. I mean, they did eighteen thousand charges at the end of the show. Uh-huh. Uh, Rick actually says twenty thousand charges. Mm-hmm. So maybe it was closer to twenty thousand. I don't know. Yeah, I'm sure they they give an estimate, and then by the when you are going up hills or you're in tricky areas, I'm sure more have to get laid down. So, but mm-hmm. it was fun. Poof, poof. You see all the little explosions and the rocks jumping. Everybody's getting excited. Yeah. I like it when the rocks were jumping. Jump around. <laughs> yeah. That's hilarious. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, good stuff. And hopefully we'll get those results the next couple of weeks. Yeah. They might make us wait a little bit. I bet they're going to make us wait a little bit. They've been moving they, real fast on some stuff. Like They have. Last season, episode one, uh, Rick's Big Bang Theory or whatever it was mm-hmm. called. They had That's when Eagle Canada first came to start doing the seismic testing, right? And I think they let off the first couple charges at the end of that two-hour episode. Oh, yeah. Huh? And then the next episode was them continuing to do more charges. And I think they wrapped <laughs> it up in the at the end of the third episode. And now they're doing, like, I don't know. Finding a shaft and blowing up half the island? Well, I know. But, I mean, just Eagle Canada is doing their bit uh-huh. in, like, one episode. And they they come, they blow it up, they go, all wrapped up nicely in one episode. <laughs> and so it's just funny how things progress. Uh-huh. And, you know, it could be this last season. They didn't have as much to tell us because it was the beginning of the season. Uh-huh. And now we're you know, a little bit deeper into the season and they had to have more stuff to be able to share. Well, we're, let's see here, six episodes in mm-hmm. to the official season. Mm-hmm. And we know there's quite a few episodes in this season and that they spent at least, what, seven months out on the island based yeah. off of just in general what I've seen. I mean, it's not like I'm clocking their hours or anything. <laughs> Sorry, I can't see it from here. Um, So, yeah, 
that that's exciting. Should we move on to I don't know metal detecting, yeah. or do you have anything else? Well, you know, I actually I'm looking at my notes, and it has to do with the metal detecting. So let's move on. Okay. Who, who's metal detecting today? Or we have then? today, not today, <laughs> on Tuesday <laughs> and it, when it was released. Uh, we are on lot thirty-two with Gary and Peter. Peter. Benetti. Yes, more Peter. Yeah, he's he's starting to shine. He is, and I like that it felt very much like Gary teaching him. Mm-hmm. It felt like young Padawan. Look at, this. Look at this. We have all these Padawan moments. I, I love it. I love the kind of what feels like we're training up the next generation of mm-hmm. treasure hunters. Yeah. Are you excited for Star Wars next week? Sure. Are you? Are you? You don't seem real excited. Uh, sorry, it's not on my countdown. I'm stoked about Oak Island because it's here in reality. It is. It is. It. It is. It's, it's on not your t- in it's, space. It's on your TV. It's not like you get to go there. Yeah, but it's a real place. <laughs> it's not. Well, so is a galaxy far, far away. Okay. Yep. Yeah, <sighs> anyway, I'm excited for episode nine. What's that have to do with metal detecting? It are you anything... gonna metal detect on the moon or wherever? I would love to. I know but you would. What, what are they going to find there? I don't meteorites? know. Meteorites? Moon rock? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, meteorites. Okay. That, that's all I got. I don't know. I, hey, I bet our listeners are excited for episode nine. I bet they are. Yeah. So that's why. What did you have about metal detecting? Okay. So they start metal detecting. Correct. Gary has a hit. And he's like, eh, I don't like that. And he walks by. He's like, uh-huh. this is funny. He's just like modern junk or uh-huh. whatever. And then they do find... A good iron hit. They dig it out, and it's a some kind of decking spike, a little tiny thing, right? Mm-hmm. It, I mean, it looks small. Yeah, but mm-hmm. they take it to the blacksmith later on. He says, "Yeah, it would have been longer, but mm-hmm. we'll get there." So much corrosion. Yeah, and so, but Gary's like, "Well, this reminds me of the spike that we found in the swamp mm-hmm. three years ago." And then there's a flashback. Mm-hmm. A flashback. A flashback. But the part that I wanted to talk about was the flashback we had. Uh, Dr. Lori uh, Verderame, I think that's how you pronounce it. Oh, yeah, yeah. And uh, she's telling them how she, or, you know, what what it was, because she's an expert in that kind of uh, uh, artifacts. Mm -hmm. And it was just funny because I remember that episode that Jack was like, because they didn't show show it on the flashback, Uh but... It was just funny because I I remember seeing it in my head. Jack was like, "Well, does this mean that?" And or then she's like, like, "Are you sure?" Or, yeah. And then yeah. she looks at him like, "Dude, like, like, don't question me." Yes, I think it's that. And yeah. Like, it, I don't know. You guys have to go back and look at that because I don't remember it off I the top rem- of my head. I felt the was same such a, thing. It was such a funny moment because <laughs> she's like trolling Jack. <laughs> That's what I wrote in my notes that she trolled Jack. Yeah, because. I think I probably would have done the same thing, though. Yeah. I've been oh, like, I guarantee you would have. <laughs> I would have been like, "Are you questioning me about something I'm an expert in, and you're not?" Yeah, yeah, it was funny. <laughs> I, yeah, you're right. I definitely. So that was three have. seasons ago. I guess go back and look at that <laughs> stuff because uh, that's gold. Yes. You know, while I'm on this, uh oh, I, I want some feedback from the listeners on okay. something. Should we make a soundboard with like Oak Island random like? sounds and okay so like if we wanted to play that clip of dr Lori, you mm-hmm. know trolling jack and we could have just pressed a button to do it is that something you guys would want to hear i bet they would they would but here's the thing what 
we have this nice little soundboard here, and it's got the three buttons plus one effect. Okay, so <laughs> That's I got not a soundboard. This it's a mixing sound <laughs> thing, boardy thing. Okay, <laughs> and I use one button for our winning clotworthy moment. Yeah, I use the second one for the first option of this week, okay. and the third one for the second option of this week. I'm out of buttons. Okay, but you don't. You just use a website or something or you have your sounds saved in a folder and you click on it when you want to do that sound pretty yeah, easy i have a folder full of sounds over here but mm -hmm. then you get to hear my mouse go click click click. get a quieter mouse and maybe we could do this in the future it would be fun maybe okay we'll talk we'll talk about it or I just since I just we're asking our fans yeah he's springing this stuff on me by the way not very nice but oh, i'll spring more on you later Oh, that's weird. <laughs> Okie dokie. <laughs> Carry on. <laughs> Carry on. So uh -huh. Dustin wants to know if we should make a soundboard, apparently. Yeah. I think it'd be and fun. And if so, what sounds should be on said soundboard? Well, just all the fun ones, of course. Well, there's a lot of fun sound clips. Mm -hmm. Well, if you can think of a fun one that we might use for whatever, uh, tell us what episode. Tell us... And we'll go and Could try you to just, capture like, it. Mark exactly when it came <laughs> on. Tell us which episode. Could you do the work for us? That'd be great. Yeah, if they could, that'd be great, right? Actually, yeah. If you could, that would be great. We'd give you props. <laughs> we'd be like, thank you. Yeah. All right. So Gary was very satisfied with his find. Yes, he was. All right. And what else did they do? They found a second find, obviously. Yes. And it's a big cribbing spike, yep. apparently. It looks just like the stuff they found near the. Uh, what's that? The slipway. Slipway. Thank <laughs> that you. one thing in Smith's Cove, the The slipway. thing they're bumping out the cofferdam to oh, look yeah. at? Oh, yeah. And it looks like a big L, and it's definitely been worn down from... The middle of it looks really thin compared to the other two ends, so... Yeah, I mean... We're talking about the cribbing spike. Yes, the cribbing spike. Definitely <clears throat> very, very worn down. He talks about it being wrought iron... And you, that you could see it looks almost like a grain, even though it is metal. Yeah. yeah. And explain, just kind of explaining this stuff to mm -hmm. Peter and what it is. Yeah. I, I, I appreciate him taking those steps to tell Peter more about it. You know, that's the way that Peter's going to learn mm -hmm. and be able to be the next great Pad metal detector. And Padawan. Master, Leader, master, no. un No, that what, is that a word? When you become, when you you be okay. So in Star Wars, when you un Padawan, you become a knight. Okay. But do they use a the Jedi term un Padawan? No. Okay. I so I just made up a word. Yes. Un Padawan. So either you're kicked out or you become a knight. You get kicked out or you become a knight. Yeah. Oh, I like that. Or you become a Sith. That's much closer. <laughs> to, like to, for you. to what? Un-Padawan? No. Or I'm a Sith. Yeah. <laughs> oh, gee, thanks. You identify as a Slytherin. So that's basically the same thing in my book, okay? Okay, but the test <laughs> says I'm a Hufflepuff. Yeah, I know. So this is a very confusing <laughs> thing. Yeah, but I you self-identify as a Slytherin. And I, I see the Slytherin in you, okay? Aw, I love you yeah, too. I love you three. <laughs> so... He's oh they take these finds to Carmen Leg. It's Peter's idea to take him to Carmen's leg, and he doesn't get to go on the field trip. Mm. Poor Peter. He had something else to do. It was not in the same day. It's not like I know. don't know. But Alex and He had a class Gary. to go catch or something, you know? Mm -hmm. Like 
He's like I, I think Peter's like in his twenties or something, but he looks say. like he's a teenager still going to high school. No, I'm sure he's in. Uh, yeah, he's got to be in his twenties. Yeah. Oh, guarantee it. He's been on the show for a long time. Well, yeah, I guess the show has been on a long time, yeah. so that would make sense. Yeah. Uh, okay. So yeah, lot thirty two said, "Let's go check these out with Carmen Leg, uh-huh. blacksmith over in New Ross." Yep. And Gary gets to go and. Alex. P- Peter's buddy, Alex. Get Peter's go. buddy? I-, I bet they're best friends. That's what I see in my brain. Yeah, okay. BFFs? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they could be on like an amazing race team together. Oh, they'd be killer. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah I'll campaign for that. Mm-hmm. Okay, good. cool. All right, so we had them and they're talking to Carmen Leg. Carmen mm-hmm. Leg's like, he-, he seemed impressed with the find. Mm-hmm. He's He's like, look at that corrosion. And he's like, you could tell this was much longer mm-hmm. at one point. And with the amount of corrosion on this piece, I'm not, he, it's, from what it sounded like to me, he said he wasn't surprised that they're not finding a whole bunch of them, even if there were a whole bunch at one time, mm-hmm. because the amount of corrosion on this, uh, you know, that corrosion could have easily eaten all the rest of them. Yeah, exactly. And so there's probably a few hanging out, but because there would have been like probably, you know, thousands and thousands of these things if yep. a ship did get mm-hmm. beached. Or wrecked in that area. Mm-hmm. So they would just be everywhere. But with the amount of corrosion, he's not surprised that they're not finding them left in Especially right. if it's you know, within the salt water, right? Yeah. Oh, I yeah. mean, yeah. just would have eaten it. Ooh, mm-hmm. that, that'd be terribly unfortunate. Yeah, it would. Anyhow. So what what year did they date the, the well, find from? That was kind of part of the problem was, I mean, you can't. They stopped making them what the eighteen tens. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So he's saying anywhere from the fifteen hundreds to the seventeen hundreds that they would have stopped making them. That being said, they could have stopped making them, but the ship would have been a could have been around longer or the nails or whatever you want to call them have been around longer and then were used on a ship. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Anywho, it's it's hard to date stuff like that, especially with the corrosion and the pitting, and we're not going to send everything off. For yeah, dating. but they the reason he was able to give a date of around eighteen ten is because the way it was made with yes. that little what did they call it? Like it's a, a lip. No, no, a shelf. Shelf. That's what they call a it. A shelf. shelf. Uh, they don't. They stopped doing that around eighteen ten. Mm-hmm. So that's that's how he knows it wanted to be like an eighteen fifty find. Mm-hmm. Unless somebody was using some old nails at the time. Yeah. Mm. I mean, you're probably reusing items. You you don't make everything brand new. Well, some Not things, very efficient. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, Leg said that the little shelf on the spike would indicate a scupper used in shipbuilding, like what um, Fred Nolan found 50 years ago. He found other mm. stuff like that back a right. long time ago. Ship parts. Mm-hmm. Scupper is included. Mm-hmm. Scuppers included. But wait, there's more. I thought it was weird that Alex and Gary didn't show him the Caribbean spike. I did too. But if they know obviously what it is Mm -hmm. and it and they probably did show it to him, it just was a little bit redundant and they opted to cut that out for other things within the episode. Would be my guess. It was a jam packed episode, so yeah. They had plenty of stuff to show us. Mm Mm-hmm. Yep. And then uh, what else happened? I think we have a big war room meeting, right? Mm-hmm. Let's see here. We had a... Ooh, I'm just uh, knocking everything over. Is the war room the last of what we have? I think so. Yeah. So we had Darcy O'Connor, mm-hmm. his daughter Miranda. Yep. 
who's a researcher as well. Um, Darcy is an author, a researcher, a journalist. But Darcy's been researching for, they said, over 50 years. Well, since 1970. That's... That's almost 50 years. Well, ni- 1970 is when he did the article, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And that's that's a lot of time researching. And like we were saying earlier, obviously there's still more to find within the research. Yeah, for sure. And they were talking about... Okay, so his first article was something that was in the Wall Street Journal. Mm-hmm. And it was... Um, let me see here. I have I wrote I typed down the what the headline of mm-hmm. his piece said. It said the money pit. Businessmen explorers hope to solve mystery of Oak or of Canada's Oak Island. Mm-hmm. Intricate tunnels discovered in nineteen or seventeen ninety-five may contain gold left by kid or nothing. Or nothing. <laughs> I mean, hasn't that kind of been the thing all along? Yeah. It I, could be nothing. Well, the, there I don't think there was any tunnels found in seventeen ninety five, right? No, I think there was just speculation yeah. about some of these. Oh, I mean, how, what are they going to put in the headline, right? They Yeah, it's a headline. You got to get them to yeah. read your article. Yeah, I mean, I would love to I need to find that article and read I it. I was thinking it would be really nice if we could collect all these different articles and be able to have them together maybe within our Facebook group mm-hmm. for people and for ourselves to be able to come back and reference some of those things easily within an album or something. Yeah. So we should track that down. Well, you know what? That's that's a good idea. We actually had a listener uh, write something on our Facebook page. Mm. And it says, this is from Heather. Heather Wheeler uh, ciphers. Okay, it says... Uh, can you do an Oak Island book club? I'd love to discuss Zena Helpern's book. I can't decide if I believe in the theory or not. And the Randall Sullivan book, which is on my to-read list. That's a good idea. Yeah, I mean, maybe that would be a good off-season thing. Like, we we thought about doing it last off-season. Mm-hmm. But uh, we were busy with, you know, being on Expedition Unknown and stuff. Mm-hmm. And, and so many things. And digging things. for buried treasures yeah. <laughs> that aren't Oak Island. But, you know, maybe this next off-season we can do something like that. Yeah, and the question is, how how do we do it as a book club? Do we do it as a separate group? Do we do it as a podcast type of series? I think we basically read a chapter, do a podcast, like that's a half hour long or whatever, mm-hmm. maybe an hour or whatever, depending. Maybe it's a a live podcast mm. where the our uh, the other listeners can uh, tell us their thoughts. You know, they yeah, could chat with idea. us. And then we can just do like a live podcast mm-hmm. where we talk about the chapter and mm-hmm. that's it. Or a couple, maybe break it up, you know, over X amount of weeks. And then if it's you just, can release it, say, hey, okay, next week we're going to do ABC. Yeah. I mean, I'd be willing to do it during the season if uh, if we made it like another Patreon. Like uh, a bonus thing. Uh, goal. But it's a lot of work to do that kind of thing. It is. And it's, uh, so I mean, we might be able to do it, but definitely during the off season, probably can make that happen. Yeah. I don't see why not. Yeah. I like, I think it's a good idea. It Mm -hmm. definitely allows us all to have a conversation naturally about Mm -hmm. all this research and such that is out there, especially like you said, Xena Halpern's and, uh, be great to do with, uh, Darcy O'Connor's book. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Well, he has a, a couple books. 
he had the uh, the Money Pit. That was mm-hmm. his first book. Yep. He had a revised edition called The Big Dig. Mm-hmm. And he has the book The Secret Treasure of Oak Island. Mm-hmm. And that's one of the ones that's on Audible. Yes, it is. And he just released the uh, most updated version mm-hmm. of that, too. But yeah, that's on Audible. That's how I have his book, um, is through the Audible version. I like the way it's laid out, and I like the narrator. So. Aud- AudibleTrial.com slash Oak Island Podcast. <laughs> way get, to throw get, that in get there. Get those books for free right now. That's right. Or at least one. Yeah. yeah I mean, pick your Oak Island book. Yeah. Um, yeah, go do that. But um, yeah, I mean... I would like to read these so that I know more about his theory. Mm-hmm. I like his theory. Yeah, know, I think it's really Spanish. fascinating. Yeah. Um, so let's start at the top, though. Okay. Okay, so who was in the war room with Darcy O'Connor and his daughter Miranda? A bunch of people, except for Marty, who joined via teleconference. I was, I was missing Billy, though. But that's okay. He's we had too Rick. busy digging. We had Rick, Charles, Dave, Craig, and Jack, mm-hmm. and then Marty via tra- teleconference. Yep. And it was funny, Darcy was reminiscing about uh, the first meeting he had with Rick and Marty, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. What do you call them? The the Michigan mob. <laughs> they were there to take over the island, I bet. Yeah. I guess, huh? Well, they were, let's see here. What did Marty say? He said that he, Darcy, being Darcy, mm-hmm. was doing a talk about the debunking the debunkers. Yeah. And... That's when they had first met, and all he knew about them is they were from Michigan. Mm-hmm. So They're the Michigan, Michigan mob, mob. <laughs> and that is pretty much what I want to call them now. <laughs> yeah, well, I think it must be an endearing term now. Uh-huh. Back then, it was probably like, "Well, thanks." Yeah, right. You know? But well, because it was a bunch of Michigan guys. Yeah, yeah, and they took over the island. Mm-hmm. But before that, when it was just mostly uh, Dan Blankenship. Mm-hmm. I don't think a lot of people had access to the island back then. So no, not I think, the same way. I think this mob has opened it up to a lot more people. Mm-hmm. They um, had no idea that this would happen, though. Yeah. Yeah, no, no. Not like this. No. Yeah, I mean, his, uh, his theory that he goes into is about the Spanish conquest of the Incas and Aztecs taking billions of gold back to Europe in Spanish galleons. Mm-hmm. A the lot of Spanish The same kind of galleons, galleons we're really hoping to find in the swamp, right? Exactly. Yeah, and so in 1525, he says that they discovered the Gulf Stream, mm-hmm. and that was the optimal uh, route to take yep. back to Europe from from the Americas. Yep. And that he thinks a ship laden with gold may have got shipwrecked, you know, pushed off of the Gulf Stream during a storm or something, mm-hmm. got shipwrecked near Oak Island, and basically became a beach ship, and... He said, there's a lot of people on these ships that were really smart. Yeah. Like, they had engineers. They had... uh, They were big ships with a lot of people. Yeah. I mean, because when they were doing their stuff in the New World, they had to have people that could smelt the... Mm -hmm. uh, uh, You know, break down the gold, break down the silver. Mm -hmm. You know, they had to have just the people that that were educated to do that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. So imagine if they have a few of these educated people on Oak Island when they have a broken down ship Mm -hmm. and they're able, and they're like, well, we don't want this stuff stolen Mm -hmm. by pirates, privateers, the navies of the English or the French, Mm -hmm. because they're basically in their territory. Right. And so they said, let's dig a hole, bury it, 
and guard it with uh, flood tunnels. And something I was thinking about with this is I, I could see that being very possible with the, like Charles said, we found plenty of Spanish things. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. But we've also found plenty of like other countries. Right. So if potentially we're even looking for a French treasure and we're seeing both of these, what if indeed it was pushed off track? the Spanish galleon and came across some uh, French in their territory. And the French just took it all and then buried it themselves. Yeah. Or they or discovered the them burying it there or they used them as a workforce to bury it. Could be. I mean, there's the English could have there. done it too. They found English yep, stuff there. They found true. French stuff. They found Spanish stuff. Everybody was on this Island. It's the Epcot. Mm hmm. It, it is. It is the Epcot of Nova Scotia. It's the uh, the melting pot of the uh, old world, <laughs> of the old new world, <laughs> of the old new world. <laughs> well, it was the new world back yeah, then, right? No, you're <laughs> everybody. You're everybody converged on Oak Island for some weird point. <laughs> weird. <yeah. laughs> oh, there's just that. I think that's just really. It's really interesting though how he talks about so many ships. Yeah, Marty's like he asks him specifically how many ships disappeared on route back to Europe from mm -hmm. the from, from Havana. Havana. Yeah, and Darcy said, "Well, it was, it was over two hundred, and that's yeah. a lot of ships just to go poof." That that was my thought. Poof. Mm -hmm. are, a lot are of they them all are, at the bottom of the ocean. They could be. Yeah, I mean that's probably what Gary is finding over in Florida. That's what I was thinking. Is is that why? They're gonna find some more of that, you know, that that ring that uh -huh. he found with the, the his, Inca his, gold. Yeah. yeah, his main Bobby Dazzler, the yeah. Spanish gold. I mean, that's what they're gonna find in the money pit. Yeah, probably. I stack to the roof. Surprised. I mean, the Spanish makes sense, but yeah, that every one, other that one, theorist makes sense. That to one me too. ring that Gary found mm -hmm. that's like in pristine condition. Mm -hmm. You know, it's been. It was worth. It's worth over half a million dollars for one ring. So imagine what they find in there, right? Oh, it's just mind-blowing. If, if, if Darcy O'Connor's theory is correct, anyway. Yeah, if his theory is correct, and for someone that's been researching so long, he's got a lot of great information, but we've also seen a lot of theories come through. Yeah, so. Charles does chime in. He said, you know, he lets Darcy know. He, Darcy already knows this, Yeah, sure. of course. He's just like, yeah, we found a lot of, you know, Spanish artifacts here, so, mm -hmm. I mean, it makes sense. Yep. Rick asks him, so you definitely think something is still here? Yeah. I don't and, think you're chasing empty holes, yeah, is that's, that what was, he says. That was his thing. Uh, they did bring his daughter into the conversation a little bit, too, right? <laughs> Not very much, but they're yeah. like, hey, what do you think about your dad's ideas? Oh, well, that's said. what I grew up with. Yeah, grew up he, my yeah, whole life. Yeah. He kind of rolls his eyes, you know, typical dad thing, like, okay, <laughs> thanks. Yeah, but she would, hey, she must be in on it, or... Mm -hmm. You know, it, she must yeah, be no, down no. with it. Down with it. Yeah, enough that she's willing to come with her dad, and yeah. you know, it, but I I get where she's coming from. Where you're saying, well, this is what I've been around so much yeah. that, of course, my mind's within that set. Yeah, yeah. Well, your your parents can be very uh, influential, influential and convincing, right? Yes. Yeah, Rick looked really pleased with that answer, though, mm -hmm. about the, uh, I don't think you're chasing empty holes. Yeah, oh, like he, I'd made, be thrilled. I, I, yeah, well, if you if you spend all that money, I think Rick would be satisfied with empty holes, but if he had answers. Yeah, if there were answers. I don't know if Marty would be satisfied with the empty hole, maybe. 
I don't know. I tend to think if you're spending this much money here on the island, it's a lot of, well, you can't take it with you. Why not have some fun and adventure along the way? So Forrest Fenn's doing. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it, obviously his children are coming up and we're seeing the next generation of people. So he's passing, set, passing the torch. Passing the that torch. Was the name of the first episode of the season. Yep. Hey, if you guys don't know who Forrest Fenn is, because I just brought that name That's up. True. And if you don't know, he hid a treasure in the Rocky Mountains back in 2010. Mm -hmm. And he put out a poem that are, has clues in it that will lead you to this uh, treasure. He's never said it's buried. He, it's just hidden, uh, but it could be buried. I don't know. Mm -hmm. um, but it's hidden somewhere in the Rocky Mountains. And it's said to contain two to three to four million dollars worth of treasure in it. It's mm -hmm. like got gold, jewels, ancient artifacts. That treasure hunt is going on right now, and that's something you can go and look for. Yeah. But not in the winter, because... Please, yeah. Unless, I guess, you're looking at an area that's not treacherous in the winter. No, it's going to be treacherous, because the that treasure is above... Oh, gosh. I think he said 10,200 elevation. Yeah, but I'm thinking if it's... you're looking in, like, New Mexico or yeah. something. We're, we're not experts on this one, obviously, but yeah. a lot of people love that treasure hunt, so that, I just wanted to throw that out there in case mm -hmm. uh, someone's like, Forrest Fenn, what's that? Yeah, what's a Forrest there's Fenn? A, there's a lot of people looking for it, mm -hmm. and there should be. There's millions of dollars at stake. <laughs> right. Yeah, so, I mean, that's kind of the end of the episode, right? It is. And it was a fun one. I really enjoyed it. There was a lot of good stuff there. I, I feel like there was a lot of information there. And then we also got a glimpse into next time. Oh, my gosh. Next time on The Curse of Oak That Island. was jam-packed. Yeah, it was. Like, I have, like, a whole page of notes just on the next time Oh, my on. gosh. Yeah. Like, I wrote a few sentences because... Yeah. But you did say your notes were... Extensive. Very thorough yeah. this time. Well, they were they started off with removing portions of the old uh, the coffer dam that they put up in Smith's Cove last mm -hmm. year. Yep. And the flood the flood came in. Open the floodgates. Well, that was that was uh, their own little flood tunnel. Yep. A metal flood tunnel right there. It's been great if they like put a rubber duck out there to watch it like freak out when I don't know. It's just a thing I think about. <laughs> Fun things. Just watch it get sucked through. Like no, because the they're outside. pushing water on the inside. Yeah, it would be funny if you put it on the other side, though, and watch, like you put a whole bunch of stuff on the other side. <laughs> yeah. But that'd, be just, that'd be a mess. <laughs> that would be a mess. Yeah. So they had, they're obviously bumping out the Smith's Cove uh, mm -hmm. coffer dam. Yeah, we said we were doing like a rectangular bump out. So that means Irving Equi Equipment Limited is coming back. Yes, and they I are. saw specifically Mike Jardine. He's mm -hmm. the guy that's one of the leads that uh, I think he is the lead. Yeah. That um, was uh, involved with the cofferdam last year and obviously yeah. this year. Yep. And uh, there is, let me see, it says, oh, Rick says it's 10 feet underwater. Like mm -hmm. they're talking about some structure. Mm -hmm. Or no, it? I think Mark Jardine said that there's, there's a, a structure, structure down there. And Rick said it's 10 feet underwater. Mm -hmm. So. Well, I thought Mike said that it was about 10 feet. I, I either know. way. It sounded like Rick, but yeah, it could we be. We know oh. that there's a structure 10 feet under. But maybe they're talking about something completely different. They it's could a, be throwing us for a loop. Yeah, the, the editing in these TV shows is wonky sometimes. But, I mean, they probably don't try to throw us off. <laughs> maybe. I don't know. A, a little bit. Uh, a little when bit. it comes to the teasers. But it does give us an indication that there is something under there. Mm -hmm. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. So what happens next on the preview? Uh, let's see here. I wrote down that Doug explains that if we found Shaft 9, 
then the disturbed area in the photo that they're looking at should be shaft two, mm -hmm. which means they could triangulate. Enter Steve Guptill. <laughs> yep. Send him in with his magic wand. That's he'll, right. He'll give you uh, pinpoints for all these locations and triangulate to find that elusive X marks the spot. Mm -hmm. Hopefully, right? Hopefully. Yeah. Now, I'm trying to remember shaft two, mm -hmm. which... Do you remember what searcher that would have been? I'm assuming Ooh, it's know. the same company. Maybe not. I mean, maybe maybe they maybe the shaft numbers were an after the fact thing. Mm -hmm. Maybe shaft one is basically the uh, money pit. Well, basically, uh, uh, Daniel McGinnis, Anthony Vaughn, and yeah, you know John Smith. But I don't know. Like we we need like we're not, we need to we're not experts, right? No, we're not. But I think we should probably look that up we, we should, probably should if we're doing a podcast we should probably know that yeah we're learning as they're chilling on the yeah, show it's yeah, fine yeah all right so yeah doug does that then we had more choice sausage was made choice sausage. So sonic drilling's back mm -hmm. so they weren't gone very long were they nope so obviously they got a target of some kind yeah and steve guptill was like there mm -hmm. like, running the show he was like stoked. he's slicing he was it open and open. he's like there's a lot of wood there that was found so I wrote uh, that lots of wood found with Steve taking charge. Yep. And Doug and Charles were there. Yep. So. Yeah. Go Steve. Yeah. And then we hear Gary. Woo. Look at that. <laughs> oh, I wonder what he found. I don't know. He found something. Mm-hmm. And then they they wrap it up with inside the coffer dam bump out. Mm-hmm. A big wooden wall was found. Oh, yeah. Like it was huge. Mm-hmm. Like huge. That's what they, I think, showed in the this season on Oak Island after the first oh, yeah. episode, where uh, something falls on Jack, like the Poor Jack. Like, uh, I think it was just like some dirt. Yeah, but <laughs> he's getting buried you know, alive in the money or oh. in the Smith's Cove. <laughs> you know guy. that compact, you know, wet dirt and clay that hurts. I think it, he's fine. If you don't expect him, you're getting smacked in the back of the head. Maybe yeah. that's why we see him a little less. He's taking it easy. He's had more chiropractic appointments <laughs> after that. And... But we heard him on the Booze and Bourbon podcast, mm -hmm. so I think he's fine. He's fine. Doesn't mean his back's not sore. Just because he's alive, he can, <laughs> you know, do his thing. So you think he, they did that uh, Would You Rather on that podcast where he was just like laying in traction? No, that's <laughs> not what I'm saying. Yeah. So guess what? He's fine. <sighs> Fine he's, a a, he's a tough young man. Uh, fine is a relative term. Okay. All right. So we're going to argue over, you know, whether or not someone we don't know yeah. is fine. Yeah. So anyway, they're <laughs> scooping out. You know who's doing that, right? Everybody's scooping. No. Billy's the, scooping. Billy is scooping. And of course. I, I didn't see him, but it had to be Billy, right? Mm -hmm. And then Laird, he says, I don't know why this shit, why this I don't know why this is here. Yeah, I don't know shocked. what this would be. Yeah. yeah, he looked very shocked. And Rick says, this might be bigger than we thought. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. And that's the end. Yeah, I would also like to point out mm -hmm. that something I was impressed with is when Billy was digging that like last hole, he was working two excavators. He was like, oh, yeah, I'm just going to get the other machine and use that one over mm -hmm. here. I'm like, that's kind of impressive. He's a jack of all he's, trades. No, he's the master of the dig. And he's the master of all trades, too. Okay? Yeah. That was yeah. impressive. But, yeah. yeah, lots of digging to happen. Fun it episode. It might be bigger than we think. I noticed we didn't have any Laird this episode, so he has obviously been busy over on lot, lot. 21. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> he's tied up a bit. 
All right. What do we got next? What do we got? It's clotworthy time. Heck yeah. Mm-hmm. So, or do you want to do any of these first? Oh, it's fine. Okay, let's do our shout outs. Do a couple shout outs. Do the shout outs. A couple of our favorite people. Well, I guess we don't really know. We them don't have real favorite. well, but I bet they're very awesome. I bet they are awesome. Why? Because they're patrons. Yeah, we have patrons. Yeah. If you want to be a patron, you can go to Oak Island or patreon.com slash Oak Island Podcast. Yes. And part show of, us your support. They are part of the exclusive patron club. Yeah. So, so who who are we giving shout outs to for our patrons that are supporting us on Patreon? Uh, let's see here. The first one being Jennifer Green. So we've seen more of her lately. Yeah, thanks, Jennifer. Thank you, Jennifer. We really appreciate it. Okay, and? Oh, you want me to read Yeah, I was hoping you would pick one. Okay, so we have Darlene Hanley. Ooh. Thank you for supporting us via Patreon. Thank you, Darlene. We hope you guys love your trading cards. Yes. If you are one of our patrons and you haven't received your trading cards yet it might be because you're in canada or a different country i guarantee that's why yes i think all of our u.s customers recipients recipients have received them Mm -hmm. and then please let us know when they do show up just so we know because we did send these out a while ago your Mm -hmm. cards and we want to make sure you received them. And since this is our first time mailing them out, we mm-hmm. really want to make sure we had everything in order. Yeah. So the it Cana- just helps us. Our Canadian recipients and our friends mm-hmm. in Canada, they it could take up to three weeks, and we're sorry. It's a long time. So especially, I guess, <laughs> since they're coming from the U.S., but we really just we want to know that you've received them when you do get them let us know and of course once the next one is ready to go for this next round it'll get put in the mail and then hopefully that way you'll be at that exact kind of rotation you know every Mm -hmm. three weeks for sure because it's every month that you get a new set yeah so um yeah i think i might as well read one of these card backs because we haven't done that on the podcast yet. okay which one do you think we should read Alex, Billy. Sure. No, let's do. Did you do Dave or? Because uh, you've how already about, done Rick. How about let's do Gary? Okay, we can do Kay. Gary. Gary Drayton, the King of England. That's what his car- trading card says. Okay. So if you're not watching the YouTube channel, you can't visually see this, uh, but we're just showing the front of the card, and then Dustin's gonna read the back of the card, which is the story. That comes on the back of Gary's card. Yeah, each of the cards have these fun little stories. Okay, mm-hmm. can you describe what the front of the card looks like? The for front of the card is Gary in a swamp, pulling out Excalibur, drawing his eyes towards the sky. Yeah, it's a a fun little uh, thing that Deidre made. Okay, so the back of the card says uh, Gary Drayton. Little did Drayton know that when he suited up with his lucky snorkel on a cold summer morning in 2019, that he'd soon command a kingdom. Whoso pulleth this sword from the stone is rightwise born, uh, king born of all England. Those immortal words were thought to be only a myth. However, with the retrieval of the legendary sword Excalibur from a stone in the swamp of Oak Island, Drayton is now set to ascend to the throne of England. King Drayton has opted to rule not with a crown on his head and a scepter in his hand, 
but instead with his trusty snorkel and his MindLab CTX-3030 metal detector. Could it be? Could it be? Oh, I love it. Yeah, it's fun stuff. So they all have funny little stories like that. And Mm -hmm. uh, we're going to be mailing these kinds of things out every single month. Yep. Um, For our patrons. And then uh, we did get a voicemail asking about how to get the cards. Right? Yep. So go to... Okay, I did it again. Yeah. Go to patreon.com slash Oak Island podcast and you could get your very own set if you um, support us there. there. Yep. Yeah, support us there. And Deidre's working on a way to get um, a way to just get them if you don't want to do a monthly subscription. Mm-hmm. But if you do the monthly subscription through Patreon, you just get them mailed to you like at the start of every mm-hmm. month. So and it's they're way less easier expensive. and they'll be less expensive. So it'll be way easier. And I would just recommend doing that. Mm-hmm. But if you just want a way to, if you want to do a one off. Yeah. Like if uh, your favorite character from the show, if your favorite mm-hmm. crew member from the show wasn't in this set, like say your favorite's Marty, mm-hmm. guess what? Marty will be in the next set. And so you'll be able to just buy the Marty set if that's something that if that's the only one you want. Mm-hmm. And let's explain real quick. So there is, as I say, a series, right, which is Pirates, Knights and Kings. Oh, my, which is this first series mm-hmm. within each. And there's 18 cards in that series. And within that, you have three sets. Yep. And set number one was released this month. Yes, that's the one that's got uh, Rick in it. And then our next set, which is coming out in January, will mm-hmm. have Marty in it. Yep. Okay. And that'll be a set of six. And then the next set within that series is going to have Craig in it. The so, three amigos. Yep. They're, they're the ones going to be leading those sets. Yep. And they're just awesome. They're fun. Everybody that's received them has enjoyed them. Gary Drayton, we showed them to him. We're mailing some to him. Mm-hmm. Uh, right now and he says game of thrones eat your heart out like uh-huh. he he thought they were great because they're all kings and knights and mm-hmm. pirates oh my or, or whatever she said <laughs> pirates knights and kings oh my <laughs> yeah and then so once we get through that first series which is those three sets we're gonna have a new series that'll yep. be a new theme uh that's why we ask you know recommendations are always fun yeah, uh, i think Deidre wants to do some kind of extreme sports yeah theme. I think that would be fun. Teaching the guys of Oak Island. Yep, yep. It'd be fun. So, But I just want to explain tuned. that for those who weren't sure, you know, why certain characters, characters, why certain cast members weren't in there, things mm-hmm. like that. Just so you know, they are coming. It's just they're part of that series. Okay. Is there anybody else to give a shout out to? Woo. Woo. Sorry, guys. Okay. Uh, let's see here. I want to give a shout out to the Oak Island Raw group. Okay. Right? Yeah. Yeah. We just joined up. Mm-hmm. And they, a lot of good stuff going on. They're happy with us sharing all of our posts about our random Oak Island <laughs> our randomness. Uh, stuff to them. So we appreciate that. And thank you. Yeah. To thanks them. for letting us in and letting us be us. You and guys should go join it too. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I've really. I've really enjoyed it personally. There's a lot of great groups over on Facebook, mm-hmm. and it's just a great way to talk with others about our favorite island. Yep. Very like-minded people. Yes. Right? Mm-hmm. Uh, we also started a group of our own for the podcast mm-hmm. uh, a couple months ago, but we haven't really been posting in it until this week. Mm-hmm. And so it's called. it's a Facebook group called Could It Be... An Oak Island group. group. <laughs> so <laughs> Very original. Yeah. I mean, we got, I think, probably 100, 200 people in it or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's very small, but we interact with people, mm-hmm. with our listeners there, and we interact. I mean, it's a place where you can just post whatever you want. Yeah. It's and 
Curse of Oak Island. Yeah, get feedback from us or other listeners or like-minded just people. Just enjoy the show. Yeah. and Like any other group. Yeah, it's just like any other group. But when, like our main w- way of uh, putting out information is through our Facebook group. Page. or pa- Sorry, Facebook page. And you can't just post whatever you want on that. That's only like a kind of one-way communication mm-hmm. thing there. So this group is a way for you to post whatever you want. And then we can... You, our feed, we can give you our feedback on it, and other people can too. So mm-hmm. it's just a fun just little thing. So I would community. recommend you go to uh, go join that. Yeah, too. Go, yeah, go join both those groups. So and then you know what we haven't done? What's that? I was excited about Clotworthy time, yes. and then we went on our tangents. We did. So go. Let's let's hear what Mister so Clotworthy go. has to say this week. Okay. So this week mm-hmm. we have a winner, just like we do every other. No, week. shut up. Yeah. Uh huh. <laughs> it was close though, right? It was very close. On Twitter, it was actually tied 50-50. Could it be? It could be. It was. But there was a slight edge to the winner over on Facebook. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah. So Okay, ready? It? Yep. Let's hear what the winner was. A sand-filled tunnel packed with hard clay and found some 100 feet deep beneath the cave-in pit area? Yep. Yep. The sand-filled <laughs> tunnel with the teeth. Yeah, the scary picture. That's right. Like, yeah, like... When you said that, I wasn't, I didn't think about it as being a, like a scary image, but then I saw the teeth. Like it wasn't uh-huh. teeth to me before you said anything. So thanks. Yeah. Well, you, you made me, me this week. you know, related to something with Star Wars and I wasn't sure what you were talking about. Regardless, oh. when you finally saw the picture, yeah. you understood. I did. And it worked. Yeah. The Sarlacc. Yes. That's right. And yeah, it, it was a little scary. It was scary. But I'm glad it won. It won. It's the winner. Whoa. <laughs> celebrate that was a fun one what do we have this week for the clot worthy moments that our listeners can vote on okay stand by and here's the first one an iron decking spike from a ship possibly dating back to the 1700s Ooh, Ooh. I like the drum at the end dun, 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 dun. yeah it really adds to the intensity of the moment that was an intense clot worthy moment mm-hmm. i'd have to say mm-hmm, mm-hmm. i like it good yeah. You ready for another one so that we can have a competition? We can vote. Yeah. Let's uh, let's hear the second one. A scupper for shipbuilding? Could this iron spike be connected to the wooden scuppers discovered in the swamp nearly five decades ago by veteran Oak Island treasure hunter Fred Nolan? Ooh. Yeah. That was fun. People on Good Twitter one. went crazy over a scupper. <laughs> and so it felt right to me. That we need to include Scupper. Yeah, you were doing the live tweeting this week. I was, and I'll admit, I'm not as good at it as you. I, well, I was duh. having a hard time keeping up. Duh. duh. That's okay. Well, yeah. whatever. I mean, hey, that was those are good, fun, clot-worthy they moments. They are. So how will they vote? They Can will... they vote right here like you were trying to? I will try to get them to be able to vote on YouTube. I don't think I've had anybody vote on YouTube before, though. Mm. That's okay. Okay. So, so what, you can vote on YouTube. And you can also vote on Facebook and Twitter. Yes. So if you go to Facebook, we are, uh, and it's going to be on our page. So just look us up at Oak Island Podcast. You can vote there, or you can go to Twitter, and we're on Oak Island Pod. Mm. But places but, to find us, but yes. not vote. <laughs> you can email us 
at Oak Island Podcast at Yahoo, not Yahoo, Yahoo. <laughs> we're, we've... at AOL.com. Just kidding. <laughs> please don't, please no, don't, no, no just scratch I that. I don't know who those people are. If you, if you write to them, they're not going to get back to us. All right. <laughs> Oak Island Podcast at gmail.com. <laughs> Why Yahoo? I, don't I just don't understand where that came from. <laughs> Wow. Yahoo! <laughs> <laughs> okay, so oh you can find us at Gmail. Uh, you can also find us on Instagram at Oak Island Podcast. And hey, guess what? We have a phone number. What? If you want to leave us a, a message. Call. Yeah, you know, we got, like she said, we had a phone call. Mm-hmm. We actually had two phone calls. And I wish we could send, like, uh, play a clip of, but DJ only has three buttons, unfortunately. So she can't, like, <laughs> set up another one. That's why we need the soundboard or whatever. We need some mm. more tools here. Anyway, we had this random person call our voicemail line, leave us like a two-minute long voicemail about something completely really, unrelated to Oak Island. It, it was, was hilarious. really long. And it was funny. And it, I feel a little bad because whoever she was trying to get a hold of, she was very excited to call mm-hmm. and was eager to see his artwork and <laughs> to some something about where he was gonna set it up and what yeah, he needed. Yeah, I mean, I think she was trying to call someone famous, and she got us. <laughs> well, that's unfortunate. <laughs> <laughs> it was funny though. I I think we should try to clip out some of that and play it next week for our listeners because it was funny. It just it really caught me off guard when we started listening to it, and I was like, I don't think this is for us. <laughs> I what I thought that the maybe the voice mail would have told her it wasn't that person yeah because the voicemail is literally us saying uh could it be an okay podcast you know it's yeah. all funny and stuff with music and she's like talking uh, to whoever else about art yeah, yeah it's pretty funny so that that was interesting yeah. um and fun uh mm-hmm. what else do we have reviews we have reviews Woohoo! can't right. wait to share those ready to hear them yeah okay we got two reviews from Apple Podcasts, formerly known as iTunes, right? Formerly known as. I like that. Yeah. The the website formerly known as iTunes. Yes. Okay. So we've got um hmm. really I'm not sure how this is pronounced. Can you pronounce this? Is that Thiessen? Yes. I think it is Thiessen. All right. Thiessen Haunted Barn (laughs) via Apple Podcasts in Canada wrote us a review. It says, love Oak Island, then you'll love this podcast. Five stars. Could it be? <laughs> we have a lot of reviews that start with could it be. I love it and so much. you know what? It's kind of perfect. Okay. Could it be the best place you'll get your insights on whatever is happening on the Curse of Oak Island show? They're very funny, insightful, and entertaining. So don't wait any longer and start listening now. Man, uh-huh. that shit. She just wrote a commercial for us. That is killer. That's that's amazing. Thank yeah. you. Or so, he, maybe. Or uh, them. 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 Sorry. Thiessen, Haunted Barn. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you. Like, that was I great. I really, really appreciate that. I find it hilarious that you find us hilarious. Yeah. And that's sweet. Not everybody does. Trust me. Not everybody likes us, but that's okay. Hey, that's okay. We're not everybody's cup of tea. We don't want to be everybody's cup of tea. Everybody has different... Everybody has different cups of tea. Everybody has different tastes. Yeah. You I like don't think bl- you, you even like tea. You like black coffee, okay? I, yes, black and dark and like my soul. <laughs> yes. And that's why you think I'm a Slytherin. And like your heart, yes. Yes, yes, okay? all the things. <laughs> and I have like sweet tea and I like that. But then you just like pour all the sugar. It tastes way better but that it, way. But you can like chew it and that's gross. No, it dissolves. Thank you very much. <laughs> 
Yeah. <laughs> Thank you very much. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So, anyway, we have. We a- don't want to be everybody's cup of tea. We want to be us. Yeah. And obviously, people enjoy it, right? This, you know, these and Haunted like Barn that, enjoyed us. Okay? Reviews like that are why we keep doing this. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Well, what about a review like this? Ready Uh-oh. for the second one? No. Is it bad? Uh, you tell me. Uh oh. It says it's from Mrs. Dirtz's. Dirtz's. Okay. D e r z i s. Dirtz. Okay? Yeah, from America, United States. Okay. It says overall not bad. <laughs> 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 that's that's the title of this. Thank you. Okay. Thank you. I can deal with no, that. There's, there's more. Oh, great. It's four stars. Aww. Yeah. And so it says I tend to listen to podcasts at work. To provide background noise. This podcast has to be played during, or sorry, this podcast has to be played at lunch because I pay too much attention to the conversation going on between the hosts. Overall experience (laughs) is good. (laughs) I love it. So wait, why'd we get four stars? I don't know. You know, four stars actually equals one star as far as Apple podcast goes. So, um, yeah, I mean, it's either five stars or nothing. So, that's a little it's bit unfortunate. Stars it nothing? is. It is. is like, it like all or bust? Yeah. Like, I think the way that they do their, uh, their calculations. Yeah. I mean, if you don't get five stars, that basically means you're not, you're not the you're best. Not really good. Oh, sad. Yeah. And so I think they enjoyed us. They probably, <laughs> I think they it, intend. Because we're not background. I think they intend five stars for us, but maybe, you know, maybe it was just a misclick. It could have been. Yeah. Can could, it, I, could it be? Well, I don't know. The first <laughs> sentence was overall. <laughs> No, that's what? the title. Overall, oh. not bad. Over- the- oh, the title was overall not but bad. But it had exclamation point. Oh, okay. So they're excited. That's hey, excitement. I love that I was not bad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. Hey. So thank you. How do you pronounce that again? Mrs. Dirtz? Dirtz. Dirtz. Yeah. Well, I'm hey, really even sorry. Even if we are just cause... a four star, I appreciate the, the thing. I that do was cool, too. So that thank was great. You. I love the title, actually. Yeah. Very fun. <laughs> Very, very fun. All right. Thank so those you. Are our, thank those you. Those are our reviews this week. Those are fantastic reviews. Yes. It's overall it. not bad. Overall, not bad at all. <laughs> so um, I think that's about it, right? Do we have anything else we need to discuss? Oh, you know what? I, I said there I was going to bring up one more thing Uh-oh. earlier. What? Um, something that I was just going to spring on you, remember? Oh, I was hoping to avoid that. Okay. Well... This is just another thing to ask our listeners if they're interested. And your wife. And my wife. I, I talked to you about it earlier and you sound, you sat a little ho-hum. And you Sounds just don't right. know. You just don't know. I don't. You just don't know about it. Okay. okay. I was thinking, what if we switched our podcast to a live version streaming through like Twitch, okay? And we did like a... Are like a banter thing, 15, 20 minutes or whatever before the show starts and interacted with our uh, live, you know, live chat or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then we go and. And what? And then we hit record and or we I guess we're recording the whole time, but then okay. we do the podcast and we do it live. And then, you know, because we're basically doing it live right now. And then we just have an interactive chat kind of going on and we can see what they're talking about when you say switch it so are they only going to be able to get it on twitch no No. but so what you want me to do Mm -hmm. is to go in and be able to edit extra 
Sure. You want me to edit out the front half. So I will definitely say yes if you're just going to do all the editing going forward. I don't know how. You used to know how. I feel like you forgot. Yeah, maybe. Do do you need I just, to learn? I, I just want to ask people if they would be interested and if we can figure it out, if we can do if the do the podcast live because we have a lot of fun. I don't know. A lot of people probably don't realize this on Tuesdays mm-hmm. before an hour before the Curse of Oak Island starts on the East Coast. We do a live stream mm-hmm. of us just chatting about what we think is going to happen in the next episode and chatting with our live chat yeah. in our Facebook group. So and that's been Page. pretty popular and mm-hmm. a lot of fun. So, I mean, if we do the actual podcast kind of in the same format, but we pay less attention to like what's in the chat, but maybe do a little bit of that. I don't know. It would have to be. But a... the extra banter is already in the Tuesday go around. Mm-hmm. I it's... don't know. Guys, you can give us give us some ideas. We'll have a chat. about. Why, why are you springing major things on me on the air? Because otherwise it will just never happen. You like to crush my dreams, and this is a dream. <laughs> this is not a dream. <laughs> I'm not a dream crusher. You know, apparently I, I have a black heart and drink black coffee, but I'm not a dream crusher. I'm okay. a real dream believer. <laughs> You're a daydream believer. I'm a daydream believer. <laughs> yeah. It was in a homecoming queen. <laughs> Were you? No. You are on the court, weren't you? Not for homecoming. Oh. I was on prom court. Oh, okay. I definitely Cheer was not. Cheer up, qu- sleepy Jean. Who's Jean? Mm. Oh, what can it mean to a daydream believer and a homecoming queen? Yeah. Yeah. So none of that actually made sense or was relative to the podcast. Okay. But yeah. Okay. You're a daydream believer. Sweet. That's fine. Okay. Is there anything else? Believer. Just contact us, people. Let us know what you think. Tell us. Tell us your thoughts. Email and is easy. especially if you oppose Dustin. <laughs> and you can totally go and uh, give us a voicemail. Like, we already gave you the number. Do that. That'd be fun. Then that she'll know. Fun. She'll hear the passion in your voice. That would help with the passion in the yeah. voice. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Okay. Well, we better get out of here. Yes. So, until next time. Could it be? You can feel that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's cool. That's a good one. Yeah, it's real cool. You know, I'm eager and curious to see the result. Okay, the island eventually has to give up its secrets. I mean, look what you're doing here. (laughs) It can't keep it secret anymore. It can't do it.